Good evening, that was Captain Black with 1995, a request here on the Punk Rock Demonstration. You can make requests at punkrockdemo.com. I've got a cold, by the way, so... Well, I've got a cold every day. It's called allergies. I just got my blood test results back, and they looked at the allergy test portion, and they said that normal allergy should be 0 to 100, the levels, and mine was 800, so I'm like permanently having a cold supposed to take uh, lots of antihistamines for that. But anyways, you're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration, and my website is punkrockdemo.com, so if you want to make requests, you can go over there, punkrockdemo.com, and make those requests. And if you're a band, you can send in your music, and we'll play it on the show. That's if it meets all the requirements. One of them happens to be punk, so if it's not punk rock, it probably won't get played. So, yeah, we've got a special show because we're going to interview homesick abortions. Well, we already interviewed them, but we're going to put on the interview we did last week at the Dead Rockers one-year anniversary show. So we're going to play homesick abortions interview right now after I finish talking, and then we're going to come back and continue with more punk rock. So here's homesick abortions. They just came back together, and they're going to talk about it. We're here at the Dead Rockers store out here in Long Beach, California. So we've got the band Homesick Abortions that like came back together how many months ago? Um, November of last November year. November last year. 2012. Almost a year one, ago. One almost month a year ago. Armageddon. 2012. But we played one show before It was Thanksgiving. It was, it was the eve of Thanksgiving. Yeah. We played at Alpine Village with a whole bunch of other bands. Yeah, support for uh, Jimmy from Society's Parasites. His business burned down in uh, Echo Park. So it was Street Dogs and us and Death March and a few other brands to support them. So before we go any further, what's your name and what do you do in Homesick Abortions in case people have forgotten? <laughs> My name is Johnny. I play guitar and do vocals. Whitney, guitar and vocals. My name is Ryan and I just kill time. My name is Evan and I play the drums in the band. So what's the original reason why you guys like decided to stop doing the band thing and then get back together? Oh man, there's so many reasons. We were just like tired and busy and we had, and, like different hobbies started popping up and we don't live near each other. We all live all across Los Angeles County. Yeah. It was also hard because uh, a lot of the bands we would play with started breaking up and a lot of places we would play started closing down and stuff and it was just there's a lot a of little bit, reasons. A little, it, was a bunch, it was a bunch of little reasons that just piled up to uh, uh, kill us, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you know, Wendy's from Simi Valley, so we used to drive to Simi Valley a lot and practice up there. And then and then after like five years, then she moved to Ventura, and after like five years, six years of doing that, we were like starting getting tired of driving up there. And gas prices <laughs> went up, and that didn't help. So how's it like being back together after like so long? I think it's pretty pretty dope. Our last show we just played was with Naked Aggression and like it's pretty dope. It was it was refreshing, you know? I mean people um, the word's kinda of getting out that we're playing again. People knew our, our songs are made in word for word and excited about the new record coming out, so it's pretty cool. It's a good feeling it's pretty for sure. Pretty. Just seeing people I mean coming back and wanting to see us and all the old I mean, shit. It's just weird. It's, but I love it. It's weird because um, when we kind of went on hiatus, I just assumed that we would just fade into oblivion. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, they're done. Well, goodbye forever. Let's <laughs> move on to the next band. Bunch. Of, let's see what these kids are about. And then, uh, I don't know. It was just while we were on hiatus, I just started. We would hear just people going like, oh, whatever happened to those fuckers? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. seeing people wearing our merch at shows I could yeah. go to, and people like coming up to us really caught caught me off guard at least 
So are you guys making any new songs now that you're back together? Uh, just one. We're working on more. <laughs> just one. We said uh, when we when we broke up, we were like, ah, this sucks because we're just one song short. <laughs> and uh, and so we're like, oh, let's get back together. We'll write one song. We'll play it and break up again. So uh, that was our last show well, you well, just saw. Technically, yeah, we wrote Binary Code, but we wrote that before <laughs> we broke up. We just had no lyrics to it. So when we got back together, we decided to write lyrics to it. And then we got, we got like, me and Johnny got some stuff we're working on right now. But uh, uh, we're still working on it. It's in the works. Working? Work, works, yeah. work, work. But we got, but we got binary code. Oh, yeah, I down. think ultimately we're just trying to figure out to how to play our old songs yeah. again first. <laughs> we're like, oh, let's just let's just get a set yeah. right, and then then let's work on new and, shit. And like, building stamina also is very important because like the songs are fucking tiring to play. <laughs> after, we want to sleep afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all a little we're we're some old fuckers now. Yeah. I just heard Whitney mention something about a split. What's that all about? Yeah. Oh yeah, we no recorded idea. a seven-inch split with Death March, and uh, first release show September twenty-eighth. Yeah, with ACXDC, Death March, uh, Nomads, and a bunch of other sick-ass bands, and yeah. a random sketchy warehouse off of Seventh Street in Los Angeles. So you just get back together and you're already releasing records, splits, <laughs> well, and everything. We, we we got a lot of help from uh, Jimmy and Freddie uh, from uh, Seti's Parasites. They're in Death March now. With Rob Aston, so uh, they they really like believed in us from like the get go when they first heard us, and and we sort of became friends with them. And uh, back in '03, like for a long time, you know, they they've really been great supporters of us, and uh, kind of lit a fire up under our asses after the benefit show. <laughs> yeah, it was they they had a big influence of us just starting to get back into this and taking it a little more seriously and stuff. So uh, kudos to them. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, we were we were we were like thinking about doing the seven inch. We weren't sure if we were gonna do the split. And then we were playing a show, and then Rob Aston's like on stage. He's like, "We're doing a split with homesick abortions." And me and Ryan look at each other like, "Oh, I guess we're doing the split. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a split now." And so yeah, no, it, it's it's weird to go from last year doing absolutely nothing as a band, and then all of a sudden we're like, "Oh shit, we're releasing a split, and you know, gonna get ready to do a tour and stuff and all, <laughs> and all that jazz." So how long were you guys on hiatus? Like three years. Oh. Our last show was May 2010, and then we got back to. Yeah, it was it was May 2010. May 2010. Where did we play? Like in South Central? It was it, Project Project The Casualties at the Cobalt. Well, Blitz at the Key Club, Casualties Cobalt, and then Project Impest was our last show. Oh, where was that? It was that was at Project Impest. Yeah, it was like South Central or something. Yeah. It was in like ghetto area, but it was kind of cool. It was fun actually. And then and then uh, and then we got together in November, Thanksgiving. Ferns before that. That was a secret show for us to talk about. Kind of kind of like kind of like Dead Rockers. That was our warm-up show. Just to a soft test the opening. Again. Yeah. People uh, like just this to see anymore. if we can do this again. Yeah. So how was it? How did you enjoy the show? It was good. It was surprising to hear all the old stuff again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all old now. It's all so. we got. Yeah. It's all we got. <laughs> we have one new song. <laughs> And uh, they're all fucking old. Yeah, when I heard you guys were going on hiatus, I'm like, those dudes are on my 21st century punk rock DVD and they're yeah. falling apart. <laughs> What's up with that? Those bastards. <laughs> so uh, I blame I blame <laughs> records. We'll cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's cool. She's cool. Anyways, continue. So, anyways, we're gonna take a listen to this one song by Homesick Abortions called Binary Code. Yes. 
because you just recorded it, or is it in the word to record or what? It's on the split. It's on the split. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a featured song. So yeah, here's Binary Code by Homesick Abortions, <laughs> and we'll be back. The end of the world's at the end of the world! That was Binary Code by Homesick Abortions, and we've got lots of other cool bands at this Dead Rockers show. So yeah, hanging out with uh, Magazine Dirty. So where can people find more information about your band now that you're back together and you've got all these new social ways to social network with Google, people? With Google, Google, internet, internet, yeah. Facebook.com/homesickabortions or homesickabortions.bandcamp.com. You can buy uh, all the latest for. Release. <laughs> so we're letting the cool band know that they've got more websites. That's yeah. good. We're we're working on it. Coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google us. You'll find us. We're on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, the band's homesick abortions, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think so. <laughs> homesick one word. Abortions five words. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I guess we can take a listen to some of your older stuff since we're, we we yeah. kind of ran out of new stuff to listen to. Yeah. So we'll take a listen to Anger One Two Three and listening to the punk rock demonstration. And that was Homesick Abortions. This is Jack. And this is Jack.
is homesick abortions and you're listening to whatever, whatever, whatever. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. This is homesick abortions and you're listening to homesick abortions. So that was homesick abortions. Hope you enjoyed the interview. We did it nice and early in the morning while everyone was intoxicated and I wasn't. So that sucked, but still very good. We're going to take a listen to punk rock now. And then after that, we're going to take a listen to... Uh, some snippets from the interviews we did over at the Dead Rockers store and we're going to do that a little bit later. For now we're going to take a listen to some Dog's Flesh. This song is called That's Life.
awesome band called Bricktop Blackers. That song's called Witness to My Own Wake. A little bit of background about that. I saw them at the Halfway to Rock Patty show at the House of Blues in Anaheim, and I bumped into my co-worker. So that was quite interesting. So he introduced me to that band, and they're a really good band. We might do an interview later. And that song's called Witness to My Own Wake. They had lots of bagpipe players play at their show, so it was quite cool. And before them we had Copyright Chaos with We Don't Give a Fuck, Ancient Orange before them with Get Smart, and Alley Chaps with Night Shapes. Some new music there. We played that last week and we're going to play it this week again because it sounds awesome. And we're going to play those new songs that people have been sending in also a little bit later in the show. Probably after the Dead Rockers chat we had at the store and maybe talk about some more stuff. But for now, we're going to take a listen to some Terra Zodu. This song's called Head Trauma.
Hi, this is Steen from the Zero Point in Denmark. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration with Jack. Stay tuned for more high-quality punk rock.
that was the emos with quicker than con here in the punk rock demonstration and then songs for snakes with 22 freak show before the emos the zero point with i want more before songs for snakes and unit f with american shutdown before the zero point and the other day i parked in a parking spot that uh was occupied by a car and a half because the guy couldn't park straight and decided to take up two parking spots and I couldn't find any other parking spot so I decided we'll just squeeze into this spot and this guy was driving a Mercedes black and decided to park diagonal in the parking spot so that way his head was in the parking spot he should have been in and then his tail was in the spot that I was going to park in so I parked in that spot because there was the only spot open in the entire parking complex and it was probably open because nobody could fit in there and the worst part was there's a post on the right side and he was parked on the left so you had to strategically squeeze your way into the spot if you wanted to get in there so i decided you know what we're going to park in this spot squeezed in and it was in a way where he couldn't get out because of the way he parked he parked diagonally and i parked pretty straight into that spot so he backs up into my car and my car is a piece of crap it's got scratches everywhere so I could care less but he parked into my or he backed up into my car and then he writes a note on my car saying that I scratched up his car and damaged his car when I parked into the parking spot that morning so I gave him a call and told him that no it was you that scratched my car because when I left that car had space between well my car had space well both of our cars had space so it definitely was not me scratching his car so he was arguing with me and he kept on saying I was crazy and that I was a liar and just kept insulting me so he was going to file a police report on me on top of insurance claim and a report complaint or whatever you want to call it with the building and the parking lot people so he did all that and still kept continuously calling me crazy and posting on Twitter saying how much or how idiotic I am and oh it explains everything because I'm a punk so we'll see how that goes so that's going to be interesting I just thought it was fun to piss him off beyond belief but that's what he gets for not knowing how to park and not knowing how to drive and being stupid so you can have it his way but I'm going to stick with my he backed into my car and he damaged my car so whatever I don't care so we're just going to take a listen to some more punk rock now that I've told you a nice lovely story those douchebags full this world is full of them anyways here's pistol grip this one's called hallucination hallway
disguise doesn't see rocks and images from the adolescent. If he were to haunt them for candy, I could understand. But instead, I'm stuck here.
Dean Oxy Bananan with Delirium and then Dangerous Close before that with Tony Suicide. The Bermondsey Joyrider was before Dangerous Close with Well, Don't You Talk About Justice. And that's about it for the show. We're going to play what we talked about at the Dead Rockers store right about now. But before we go into that, we're going to take a listen to this one last song before I leave you with that and the new music and request. This next song I'm going to play for you is by The Destructors. So it's called Elected. Stay tuned for those interesting conversations we have in the middle of the night at Dead Rockers store. We're here with Lindsay, the owner of Dead Rockers. So how did you come up with the name Dead Rockers? Um, it was actually from an uproar song called Dead Rockers, and uh, it just seemed fitting. 
And what kind of stuff do you sell? By the way, you're listening to the punk rock demonstration. That's part of the reason why I put that on there because I forgot to mention that and <laughs> it sounded like a good spot. But anyways, what kind of stuff do you sell? I see you sell condoms and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, well, the condoms are free, but um, uh, we sell band shirts, patches, back patches, studs. Um, we've expanded to do a lot of girls' clothes, purses, um, and we even have misfits shower curtains and <laughs> kitschy punk rock housewares now too. So we've expanding daily where do you find all these odd things that i've never seen before <laughs> um i try to stick with um small businesses run within the punk rock community um, and tattoo culture community um, sourpuss clothing is a big company that we sell um, too fast clothing a lot of independent screen printers that have licensing with different bands and things like that we like to support other local businesses and small businesses as well and not corporate big corporations if we can avoid it as much as possible so that's very cool so I uh, just my first time uh, walking into the store and I just noticed the decor of the place it's got lots of artwork did you uh, get the store with the artwork when you started or did you add the artwork on later and what, what's happened there I didn't have too much hand in the artwork I have to say um, we share the shop with top Seccums, which do uh, they do a graffiti clothing line they do silk screening and custom design and uh, they get local artists from Long Beach um, and surrounding cities to come in and just do artwork on the walls so you know we have the big mural with all the uh, the casket cult mural with all the gravestones and everything on one side we've got the sugar skulls on the other we've got a lot of graffiti um, writing and stuff on the walls and basically supporting local artists and letting them giving them a place to paint so I see it's kind of full. So uh, do you paint over and like let them paint or graffiti some more or what's going on? Yeah, we do. Um, every couple months we get a wild hair and just decide to change the whole shop. So um, it's there's probably like five inches of paint on all of these walls in here, but it's cool. And the artists love it and customers love it and supporting the local art community so it's always cool to come into a store and it's like oh wow did I just walk into the wrong store yeah yeah people get pretty confused sometimes walking into a you know thinking it's a punk rock shop and they're like oh there's a bunch of graffiti on the walls but you know we support all all types of art so so I see you've got like bloody Sundays going on what's that all about um, we do Bloody Sunday the third Sunday of every month. Uh, we do $15 band tees, dollar patches, dollar pins that day. We usually do a different uh, monthly percentage off of other items as well. Uh, we have a Bloody Mary bar, free Bloody Marys. Uh, 21 and over. We got to, you know. Are you doing this in the shop or is it somewhere yeah. else? Yeah, it's here at the shop um, on the Sunday Street. yet. <laughs> it will be in another 24 hours it's this sunday we'll do it um september 15th will be our next one um but we do it the third sunday of every month and it's at the shop we're on fourth street in long beach do you have to get a like liquor license for that or uh, should we not talk about that oh no, yeah since it's <laughs> since it's free and we're giving it away we kind of uh, kind of avoid that <laughs> i see so what can, what's some of the best sellers in the store um, you know what, we sell a lot of band shirts, I think mainly because the price is really good compared to a lot of the other shops in the area. Um, we try to make things as cheap as possible for everybody. Um, when I was growing up, I didn't have a ton of money to spend on clothes, so I don't think everyone should have to spend an arm and a leg on them. So, um, 
Definitely band shirts and patches, of course, because we keep them at a buck. They'll always be a buck. I don't ever want to raise the price on those. I don't, I don't think they should ever cost more than that. So we, I think that um, definitely band tees is probably the big seller. But we, now that we have all the uh, kitschy punk rock housewares for the older punk rock folk, <laughs> um, like the Misfit Shower Curtains and stuff like that, they, people really like that stuff too. So. Yeah. So your mom comes over and takes a shower in the bathroom. It's like, oh, my God, it's the misfits. Yeah, she sings Die Die, My Darling, in the shower now. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but anyways. <laughs> so what's your favorite item in the store? Honestly, I I like good housewares, too. So I've got some, got some good oven mitts right now. Some cute little uh, skull salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> Shaking death onto your food yeah, with exactly. all that salt. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So yeah, let's take a listen to another song. So we've got uh, the guy from Last Priority here. He just what? happens to be in the shop at 2 in the morning. Josh from Last Priority over here. Josh, come say hi. Yes, what brings you down here to Dead Rockers? Well, Lindsay is a very close friend of mine. And not only that, like the bands that also played tonight at Ashley's Last Priority used to play with, except for or Magazine Dirty. But uh, I'm just, you know... Hanging out, scoping the scene. Supporting the local Long Beach scene all the way from the Nard. <laughs> yeah, the show we were talking about it was, was Ashley's that just happened tonight. Yep. Did Ashley's you guys, more. did you uh, put that on? And yep. That what, was what went on with that? It was the Dead Rockers anniversary show. It's officially been a year since we've been in our Long Beach location. So we thought we'd throw a party, give away some shirts and bigger cozies and have a free punk rock show. Very cool. And we had awesome bands like Homesick Abortions that just came back together and releasing a record so soon. Yeah, they're doing uh, their new 7-inch split with Death March, which is uh, Skinhead Rob's new band. They're really awesome. Both of them are really awesome when they play together. I actually heard the 7-inch, some samples of it the other day, and it's, it's going to be really good. I think it comes out in about a week, week or two. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, the test pressings there. They sounded really good. one of those. Yeah, those are always fun. And then we heard a magazine Dirty out from Northern California, is that right? Yeah, they're from uh, San Luis Obispo, and they're awesome. They actually opened for Flag uh, a week or two ago at Slow Brew, which was really huge for them. And um, they also played with Jello Biafra about a month ago, too, out there. But, um, yeah, they're really awesome, super melodic. They have a killer stage presence, um, just a really fun band to watch. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially uh, being the first time I've seen them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're awesome live, for sure. Yep, so let's take a listen to a song since we've got Josh here from Last Priority. We'll take a listen to a song called World Without Lines, because that's the only one I can remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll play that song by The Last Priority, and we'll be back.
that was World Without Lines by The Last Priority. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration. And since we have Joshua here, is it Joshua or Josh? It's whatever you want it to be. Very cool. Yeah, that's about right for uh, this hour of the evening. So we've got Josh here from The Last Priority, and he claims he wrote that song, World Without Lines. So what's going on with Last Priority since we've got you here? Well, first of all, let me begin with... uh, the last time I actually stepped foot in a room and actually played with those guys was our U.S. tour, which was about five years ago. We did Canada with the Beaumonts, which me and the drummer actually got kicked out of. So the members of Daglo Abortions covered my spot for bass, and Blind Mark from Daglo covered the drums for Jerry. And um, that was supposed to be our biggest... Um, like uh, paying gigs was out in Canada. You got thrown out. Yeah, we got kicked out as soon as we stepped foot in the um, Canadian border, except for Nate, which is our, my uh, singer for Shattered Badge from Oxnard. He was actually um, doing a video documentary of the whole entire tour, and him, Ryan, and Brady actually made it through the border. So I went to Montana and waited for the guys to come back down so we can finish our East Coast tour through New York. Florida, Georgia, and all the way back to California. But um, should hit the fan um, with me and Brady, my singer from Last Priority in Florida. We both we got in a fist fight, which happened almost on every fucking tour. But um, yeah, should hit the fan. So we skipped a couple dates, and I didn't have we I didn't have enough money to fly back to California. So I just stuck it out and did the rest of the tour with the band. We arrived back in California, and that's when I gave them the notice that I am giving my resignation of bass playing for Last Priority. So after I did that, they tried to fill in some other bass players, which they played a few shows with them, but it crumbled horribly because their bass players that they chose were really sloppy and just, you know, kids you know, from the Oxnard area, about like 16, 17. They didn't know what they were doing. But... um. All in all, we're all still really good friends, and uh, they recently hit me up since I moved out to the Torrance area to do a reunion show January 31st in Camarillo at Rock City, so I agreed to do the show, and we're really excited about it, and we're going to fucking tear it up again, man. <laughs> That's going to be on in 2014 or 13 or 15 or what year? 2014, January 31st, Camarillo, Rock City. Our um, intuition on like going about the show is this is supposed to be a celebration of the musical history that we have then and now with the same players from Last Priority because we both we all been like doing side projects, still doing music since the whole breakup of the band. I moved out to Torrance. I started a fist fight on Ecstasy with my buddy Ed here. Got to check us out because we're pretty fucking awesome. But um, it's my my. The guitar player from Last Party's 30th birthday, so we want to make it really special and have the theme is we're having like a musical theme of like our history as all musicians, bands that we were then and now. So that's what the show is all about. So it's a, a lot of bands. You'll see a lot of like the same members from all the same bands playing this whole show. It's just what we love to do is play punk rock music for, you know, the, the punk rock community and. It's something we will never, ever, like, end in our entire musical career. So, this is a very special show. 
Sounds like a special one. How long have you guys not been together? Wow, like four years maybe? Maybe five or so. I think the last tour we ever did was the U.S. tour and Canada tour with the Beaumonts. But um, like I said, they try to like rehash the fire with, you know, replacing me on bass, but it just never happened. Like the energy wasn't all there, so the crowd just didn't dig it. They, so like the crowd is, I'm, I'm getting like emails left and right from a lot of our fans back then saying that they want the original OG lineup. So, you know, as a punk rocker, living in the punk rock community, we want to give our fans what they want, which is having the OG lineup. So we're going to do a few shows and um, see what happens from there. Maybe we'll write some new music. I don't know. It's up to the rest of the guys. But uh, as, as far as I know, we're all just doing our own thing, working, playing other different bands and whatnot. So that's what's up. Well, at least it's keeping going. So that's all that's good. We're all that. It's too early in the morning. I can't think of the right words. So. <laughs> it's okay. we, all know we, we all know what we mean. <laughs> so, yeah. How'd you know Lindsay? Um, she's a good friend of my girlfriend, Carrie. And um, Lindsay used to live in Old Torrance, where Carrie used to live, and we used to go to her house. And she used to make us mac and cheese and food and have like cool little record parties. And we used to come and watch uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, we have big SOA parties for Big-Sex. sure. Yeah. But uh, it kind of bums me out because she moved to Long Beach. So like we have nothing to do whenever we come home from like a long drunken night. You know, we don't have like that. Exactly. So we're like, what's Lindsay doing? Oh, wait, she lives in Long Beach now. It's another, like, you know, 20 minutes out of her way. they can come hang out at the shop whenever they want. Yeah, this is actually my first time at the shop, and I'm, I might say I'm pretty pretty impressed because uh, she has her shit together. And and I noticed that Dead Rockers is, you know, getting off the ground and um, more power to her. Like, I'm very proud of her. So It's good to know the store is being held together by layers of paint. <laughs> it's good to know we have uh, the support of Last Priority. <laughs> so as we've been talking forever so we'll take a listen to another song Gonna rent you 
question undignified Blinded by cost, misguided by loss Torn and terrified So if you're looking for trouble Please do so if you can Cause the fucking sun will somehow shine On the righteous man heard funeral dress we had to play funeral dress because i saw you've got the awesome tote bag funeral dress over there yep. never seen one of those too bad <laughs> i wonder how that would look if a guy was carrying that around well you know in long beach you can't use plastic bags so you might see a guy with his groceries in it oh, <laughs> yeah i see you've got like these radio purses and everything it's like i don't know <laughs> they look cool but i don't know if a guy would look good with yeah you know Anyway, so where can people find more information about Dead Rockers? Deadrockers.net, all the same. Uh, we ha you can buy everything that we have in the store online, um, www.deadrockers.net, and shop 24-7. Um, and then we have the shop here in Long Beach. It's 1023 East 4th Street in Long Beach, our cross streets, Alamitos. Cool. So you can check out their stuff at deadrockers.net, and then you can check out my website at punkrockdemo.com. And I guess we'll end it off with Clit45. Thanks for listening and check out our websites, deadrockers.net and punkrockdemo.com.
Jack, what do you do? I do a punk rock radio show called the Punk Rock Demonstration. Awesome. How long have you been doing that for? Since 2005, so that would be, what, eight years now? Eight years. That's really good. And so um, when, why did you start doing that? Well, I worked at a radio station before, and then I wanted to play punk rock, but couldn't quite play the music I wanted to hear because, you know, radio can't put explicit lyrics. So decided to start my own radio station, and that's where it came from that. Awesome. So, uh, so how how big is your radio station now? Like, I mean, do you reach across America? Do you go worldwide? Wh- where are you at? Well, considering it's the internet, I would say it's infinite. So it's so big, infinite. That I can't even picture how big it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, he's really big, by the way. And uh, for those listening, he is big. I can see it right here. Get really excited. No. Well, I'm not talking about. I, he's wearing an extra. He's wearing an extra small shirt, but it, uh, his pants are getting a little large right now. So, okay, so, uh, okay, here we go. Oh, we're on the wrong side, though. Uh, I, okay, so now we're going to switch because uh, Jack here wants to interview us. What happened with Clip 45? They seem to have, like, disappeared suddenly. Uh, it just turned into a whole clusterfuck. Uh, you know, when you're, uh, when you're a bunch of kids growing up playing in a punk band and it kind of gets popular. You, you guys kind of, uh, you kind of get a, a little cocky, and you you kind of start to hate each other, and you know, you you kind of forget about what you're doing for real. You know, uh, I had a lot of heart. I believed in the scene. I believed in the kids. I believed in everything we were doing. I didn't think I was any different from anybody else. That's my voice. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it was just one of those weird weird things. You know, when you're when you're 17, 16, and your band starts getting popular, things get a little weird, you know. Uh, but it turned into a weird situation when you're like 25, you know, 24, 25 years old, hitting the road all the time, and uh, just gave it up, you know. I like how they brought the Riffs CD out. Did you hear about the uh, Cliff 45 Riffs reunion? I have not. Yeah, we, uh, we did a reunion two years ago with the Riffs, and uh, it was for Mike from Defiance's birthday, his 40th birthday. Uh, the riffs were freaking amazing. Uh, Cliff 45 was not. <laughs> we uh, we went up and went up to Portland and uh, partied our asses off and uh, had a good time. Re- reengaged our friendship and uh, you know that's that's what it was. So I mean now it's you know I have fun. I have fun playing with my boys and I don't. I'm not trying to make it big. I'm not trying to do anything, and I just want to have fun. So it's nice to know that uh, I can finally figure out what happened to Clip 45. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened, but yeah, I mean, the thing was, it just kind of dissipated. You know, you kind of get not burn out, but you just kind of hit that point where you can't do anything more, and you just, you know, when you're a kid, you know, when you're 24 years old, you don't know any better. You know, you just. You just you just doing you're just doing what everything you've been doing since you were 17, 16 years old, like just playing punk and and touring and whatever, and you know writing, trying to write like your best record you could possibly do, and things just fall apart. You know, you you develop an ego and you develop whatever, you know, and it just fell apart, and so it happens. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we can take a listen to, what do you think, should we take a listen to one of the Clip 45 After songs? This. After this one. <laughs> yeah, no. All we no. give a fuck about is punk rock and roll, 
living our lives, doing our thing, in it for the fun, not the fucking money. Hardcore punk rock and roll, that's all we give a shit about. That's it. Out. 40s coke, crack, and all that fun stuff. Okay, so we'll take a listen to Swinging Utters since uh, you don't approve of that other song. So we'll be back. Here's Swinging Utters. Everybody do it! Everybody do it! Everybody do it! Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! 
Tired of that same old stuff they call punk rock? Well, take a listen to these upcoming songs. Never before heard anywhere. It's the punk rock demonstration new music block. Remember, you heard it here first on the punk rock demonstration.
despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. You, the people, have the power, the power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite.
Fight and fight! 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 Fight!